0: Or carry on and enjoy Preston Super Show. Welcome to Preston Super Show. We are live on Wednesday afternoon. And the plan is to get this show up a lot earlier for everybody today. And also provide you with that excellent content that you've been scouring the podcatchers, scouring the internet browser for. So today I want to start with NBA Slate. Big Slate, man. I, I mean, this is a big, big one. Ten games. Um each game unique in its own way Uh, I could tell you that for certain we'll start with a little bit of the 76ers and the Hornets um and then we'll get to hockey after the NBA slate in hockey there's only four games tonight so that'd be pretty pretty quick that'd be a rapid fire hockey segment but ten games for the NBA so it'll be where the bulk of the time is spent today um Talking about the games, talking about uh yesterday actually. And what happened yesterday? Okay, so let's go over that a little bit. So yesterday was an interesting day because a lot of stuff cashed and a few things did. And the Tampa Bay Lightning won, but they didn't cover the puck line. But they did win. Blackhawks were looking so good and they fell apart in the in the last period. For Blackhawks, so the lock for hockey fell through, and, and, I, and I'm sorry about that guys that's, that's, those are, it's called a bad beat, we all have them um, but then, the lock for basketball was a sweat and uh, that cashed Brooklyn Nets, minus two, minus one and a half, whatever you could get it at I actually threw it in a teaser um, and luckily it cashed with the uh, Knicks and Pacers uh, over um, I was able to get it down to 206 for the over. Remember, I told you the over straight at 211 was fine, and they end up cashing that. In um, the Knicks and Pacers game, the Celtics versus Lakers game was a bit of a dud. Uh, kind of thought it would be in the back of my head. Um, as far as NHL goes, I believe every over or under I gave you hit. Like they were all good. Like there wasn't one bad over under from last night. Um, it was just the money lines that were that were tripping us up, and the uh, the heavy favorited on the puck line. I'm gonna be staying away from those moving forward. You know, if you see a big heavy favorite and they're minus one and a half on the puck line, and you're getting good odds, just stay away from it. We've just we've we've tested it out. And I've tested it out actually before You know ever doing the show and, and talking about it on here And it just seems like it just At this point it's not worth it anymore You know like there's better options um, So yeah we need to get the money line Straightened out for hockey But still doing pretty good on the show Six and nine on giving out the money lines um, At 40% Clip But the over under in the NHL is The key for, for Listeners 10 and 4. Uh, Up 1,160 units. 71.43%. There's not a model out there. Not a model out there. On the market. That'll give you 71% accuracy. uh, When placing bets. There's not one out there. Not absolutely not. If there was we'd all be using it. So. Today in the four-game NHL slate, we'll have a lot of fun with that because it's going to be a little. I feel like it's a little bit easier with a shorter uh, slate, and basketball with a bigger slate. I don't really care either way. I'm cool with the short slate basketball, the three-game chump changers, the four gamers, uh, and I'm am cool with the big ones. The ten, the ten gamers, the eleven gamers, um, cool with those. Uh, it does doesn't matter to me in basketball, hockey. It is easier in a, in a smaller slate. But we're up in NHL overall, plus 950 units. So don't come at me with NHL. Don't, don't say I don't know nothing about uh, hockey. You're going to be dead wrong when it comes to the fucking sports books, son. Now, NBA, uh, yesterday was a good day. Again, the Lakers Celtics game was a dud. How do I prepare you for that? Well, it was only three games, you know? So. it's a a little bit different in that scenario and you know again um, what I'm I'm talking about this I'm keeping track for the show purposes to keep track of what I'm giving out to you and telling you that way I can go back and look and say okay I was wrong here okay I gave you the over there I should have been looking there why was I looking at the over because of this okay I need to re-examine that and then see that's how you figure out how to right your wrongs without losing money so that's why I keep track like that. But yeah, if you would just been taking the overs or unders that I've given out in the NHL, you would be up so big. So, like that's kind of a little bit of a sweet spot for me with with playing over under in hockey. Sometimes I can I can feel it. I got a sixth sense for that. Um, in certain sports, I have a sixth sense for things. In hockey, it's the total. <coughs> You're a witness to it. Excuse me. So. Now getting into the show, after all of that, we had you know, recap a little bit yesterday. I don't like just starting up today, firing it up, and and kind of not cu- talking about anything from yesterday. I don't hide from my losses, um, and I definitely don't hide from my wins. So Philadelphia 76ers are 13-11, and 11 playing the Charlotte Hornets. So they just beat yesterday, um, or uh, two days ago, excuse me, on the 8th, uh, so... The Sixers are eight and six on the road. The Hornets are seven and three at home. Uh, your injuries for the Sixers: Tyrese Maxey on uh, listed as day to day. That's their point guard, very very uh, talented point guard. On the Charlotte Hornets, their injury report reads as Lamelo Ball out, Terry Rozier out, Mason Plumley out, Jalen McDaniels out, Ish Smith out. So just a lot of injuries for the Hornets. Um, The over uh, is at 214 and a half. I'm looking at the over in this game. Uh, I want to pull up something for you guys about the the covering the spread for the Sixers. The Sixers are 11, 12, and 1 against the spread. They are not a good cover team. You'd be better off, you know, if you're going off that statistic alone... You'd be better off rolling with Charlotte, uh, who's six or who's fifteen and eleven against the spread. So, you know, just a little food for thought. Uh Philly's not good at covering the spread. Um this is a, a tough game to indicate because these two teams went clear over the total with the injuries being what they were, and it was overtime. They really brought it there. Uh, after a little bit of rest you know I feel like you get a lot of the same in this game like really what's changed in two days Um, I don't all of a sudden think that these teams come out sluggish I know the pace is suspect between these teams Um, but you're getting scoring from Charlotte and that's what I wanted to see We know the Sixers are going to bring it. We know Joel Embiid, um, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, Andre Drummond are all going to play roles. Like This is a team full of role players and a a couple studs. Um, And we know what they're going to bring out there. Now, the pace may scare you off them. Um, 30th in pace for the Sixers, and the Hornets are third in pace. I think just because of the pace the Sixers have to play a different style against this team and now, you know, um playing back to, uh back to back at, at Charlotte. So you could be, you know, tricky tonight and try to throw Charlotte in a in a teaser. I don't want to do that because the fear I have is that the points just you know, this could go over and they could still not cover. And that's a very real reality in this game. But at 214 and a half before it does like leave earth. And this line like takes off and goes a little bit higher. I think it's, I think where it's at is perfect. Like I'm not going to mess around with it too much. I think you want to be looking at the over. I'll keep track of that pick. Uh, Just say unit on these. Want to put a unit on there. This is a game. Tips off at 6 p.m. Central Time. There's four games that tip off at 6 p.m. Central Time. Um, I want to hit all four of them for you, but this is the first one I want to talk about. Uh, there's no particular order. It's just that they all tip off at that time. So, East East Coast game. You know, you're looking at two teams that the Sixers on the road uh, have been good, and the and the Hornets at home have been good. And I just think the Hornets have a lot of injuries. That's why it keeps—it's pushing me away from the, the spread. Like, give me Lamelo Ball, give me Terry Rozier, one of the big guys, Jalen McDaniels or Plumley in there, and I'll take the spread straight up. But with these injuries they have, I just like the over because I don't think Charlotte has any defense, and I think that Charlotte's going to score, be scoring fast in this game. So then we go to the next game, uh, I gave you my pick there, I don't want to dwell too much on it, there's only so much really to talk about there. Um, this could go to overtime again folks, They're really good. Then we're going to uh, go to Wizards Pistons, Um, the Pistons are a team that I'm cooling off of right now, um, we'll we'll break down this game a little bit for everybody. You know you're really watching in this game you're really watching bradley beal on the wizards and jeremy grant on the pistons um the wizards are 14 and 11 this season six and eight on the road the pistons are four and 19 this season two and nine at home the injury report reads thomas bryant out davis burton's listed as day-to-day the pistons have Hamadou Diallo listed as day to day, and Corey Joseph listed as day to day. Uh, the Pistons are just extremely bad right now. Dropped la- their last nine. Wizards are on a three game losing streak. Um, You know, when you talk about Pythagorean wins, it's almost ignorant to even bring it up. The Pistons should have five wins. They have four, and that's just really aiming low. They should have five. Um, the Wizards should have 12. They have 14. So this is a spot. Uh, Wizards favorited minus 215. Total set at 210.5. Spread set at minus 5 for the Wizards. Um, this is a very tricky game to handicap. Uh, I, I'm i not going to go and, and die on a hill for this game. I just like the Wizards money line. You would have to parlay it to, to get anything here. Um... So, the Wizards money line there is where you want to be looking. Um, it's not, a, you know, you're it's, it's minus it's 210. <clears throat> Would I play it, personally, no, that's a parlay. You throw that in a parlay with something else you like. <clears throat> I'd like you to find something else you like, but I can find it for you. You know, I think parlaying it with the over in the Sixers game is good. I think it's a little early. You might hear something else you like. But I think that's good, since we've talked about it. But the Wizards' money line are no-bet in this game. I'm not going to die on the hill for an under or over between two teams that are just subpar. I'm just not going to do it. The Pistons haven't shown you much. Um, And the Wizards are inconsistent, at best. And when you're talking about uh, the over-under, these teams are both under-teams... Uh, 11 and 14 and 11 to 12, respectively, at the under. And against the spread, these teams are 12 12 and 1, and Detroit is uh, 11 to 12. These are not good teams. Um, and, and they're struggling mightily. Uh, and they're running into each other in a real struggling type of way. So I just like Washington to win. I just think the Pistons are bad no matter where they're at right now. The team is just in a mess. Um, but yeah, you are watching Jeremy Grant In that game Jeremy Grant for the Pistons And Bradley Beal for the Wizards He will light it up um, So now we got Bulls Versus Cavaliers um, So Bulls are on the road Bulls are 17-8 and 8. Cavaliers are 13-12 and 12. This should be a good game for us um, This should be a, a better game to handicap Bulls are plus three on spread. They got DeRozan out. Caruso out. Thomas out. Javante Green out. Dean Wade for the Cavaliers is listed as out. The Bulls have won four of their last five. Four game winning streak. Cavaliers have dropped their last two. Um... This game is going to be a good one to watch. Your battle really. Zach Levine on the Bulls. That's your star. You're watching. And then on the Cavaliers side, you're really looking at Jared Allen. And, um... Him being in the paint, seeing what he can do. But Chicago's, you know, because DeRozan's out, they're they're kind of getting a lot of salt thrown at them a little bit. And uh, they're the underdog here. So I feel like there's, you know, some real value um, going with the Bulls side of things today. And it's not like they're without talent. I mean, you still have Vukovic, who was like the main piece that you brought to complement Zach Levine. Um, so, Bulls are plus 130 money line. Total set at 212. A spread set at uh, 3. Uh, so, plus 3 for the Bulls. When we look at pace, the Bulls are 14th of pace. The Cavaliers are tied for a 22nd of pace. The Bulls should have 16 wins by now, they have 17. The Cavaliers should have 14, they have 13. Um, he seems to haven't played since April. The Bulls are 5th in true shooting percentage. So that's with all the guardrails taken off, just measuring shooting percentage. <coughs> so that's really good. Um, free throws, Bulls are number 1 in free throw percentage. At three-point field goal percentage, the Bulls are tied for fourth. Cavaliers tied for 15. Uh, this is just a, a hot Bulls team up against a Cavaliers team that's trying to ride the ride the storm out at home. We know the Cavaliers are five and seven at home. The Bulls are nine and four away. This is a spot where there's uh, a ton of value on the Bulls. Um, it's not going to always be like that. So I would say jump in while the water's hot, Uh, grab bowls plus three before it goes to plus two and a half. Uh, I'd play it up to plus three and a half. I'd play down to uh, two and a half. Um, I'm going to stay away from the money line because um, just because of yesterday, that taste in my mouth of the the Blackhawks blowing it. I'm not going to do it with another Chicago team tonight. I'm gonna give you Bulls plus three and let it ride, and, and I'm very, very confident in the Bulls plus three. Uh, I just don't want to, you know, I don't want to sprinkle any voodoo on a money line. You know, we just keep it legit, keep things legit here. Um, you got Vukovic and the Bulls who have just been running a really solid offense and playing good defense, and you got the Cavaliers who, yes, I like Jared Allen and uh, Darius Garland's really talented, and they're and they're getting help from from other players. But it's just, it's far and few between. Like, that's just not going to be enough in my eyes to really, really make a huge difference in this game, even with DeRozan being out, because it's a big deal to DeRozan sitting. But the last game Cleveland played against the Bucks, um, they could they didn't have an answer for Ante Kumpo. Uh, and I, I feel kind of a little bit the same way. Like, they're not going to have an answer for Vukovic. Um, as much as I like Jared Allen, he's not a great defender. he's still got to put on more muscle. Um, you know, the Cavaliers are just—they're—they're—they got talent. You know, they still have a lot of people don't know they still have Kevin Love. People that aren't watching, um, and they got Laurie marketing who's former Bull. But it's just not going to be enough. I, I don't feel like for this Bulls team that. Uh, has has a good rotation down. Donovan, uh, Billy Donovan, coach Donovan's got this go. This team coached up right. You know, you've seen what they've been able to do uh, to some of the better teams in the West, like the Nuggets, where they were able to beat them and shoot 45% from the field. Um, and they've been able to really string together some good wins against uh, top tier teams. And guys have just been showing up and playing good ball for the Bulls. Was uh, another thing, um, and, and you know, mind you, you know they beat the Nuggets without DeRozan. Um, so no, I don't think they have much of an issue here. I think this is a a star game where the stars ball out. So I'm, I'm going to go with the stars of the Bulls over the stars of the Cavs. Now, talk about the last six o'clock PM tip-off take a small break and then we'll start with the 630 games run into the seven o'clock games so last six o'clock tip off New York Knicks face Indiana Pacers New York Knicks are 12 and 12 this year Pacers are 10 and 16 um, these are two uh, pretty <clears throat> pretty pretty big under teams but the thing is when these two teams meet each other I start to root for the for the over. So we got Knicks, Pacers, uh, Knicks, injury report, Jericho Sims, day-to-day, Pacers, TJ Warren listed as out. We also know that uh, McConnell, I believe, is going to miss the rest of the season with surgery. Um, So it's unfortunate because he's a good player and they actually kind of need him. Um, But I think the line's set too low. I think that even though, and I just watched the Knicks do this, you know, last night, um, there's points in the game where they're like taking time off, like to like regroup, and that's where the other team can really hit them hard. These are not too fast teams that are just balling out in pace. Um, it feels like an under game for a lot of reasons, but I'm also feeling a little bit like the Pacers can just like crush crush them in this game. Um, I might even throw a curveball at everybody and say an unders where you want to be, just because historically these two teams have been just playing each other to the under. Um, so I think we might end up going there, not for a lock or anything, but just for a pick. Um, and where you need to be looking in this game, because these two teams are fa- like the New York Knicks are 11 to 13 at the over under. And the Pacers are 12 and 14 at the over. These are 200 teams. They're not covering the spread well. Um, We keep hearing that these two teams should be able to score a lot. I'm a little bit worried because of the Knicks just playing yesterday and how they look in this game. Slow starting team, not a big pace team. They get in a big hole. It's not easy for them to come back. If they do, they're going to burn a lot of gas. Same rule applies for the Pacers. They're not a big pace team. They run their offense uh, through Sabonis. Um, They're they're center. Um, He's not a prolific scorer. He's a prolific defender. Um, That's another big deal there. But I think you get an under here where two teams are just playing, uh, playing the type of defense that is the new NBA style. But yeah. You're, you're Miles Turner for the Pacers. Last game you played score five points. Is that really going to get it, you know, done? Um I don't know. I just don't know. I think the Knicks have a hard time keeping up in this game. I think the Pacers are at home. Even though. Uh, they're 7-6 and six at home. The Knicks are 7-4 away. They play better away. I just feel like you're getting a little bit of a letdown here after the Knicks playing yesterday. Um, I think they're going to be a little bit tired. They did win. They won big. Um, but I think they going to be a little bit tired because they're on the road from San Antonio up to Indiana. So I think it's a little bit tougher for the Knicks tonight but couldn't have been a really good game. I'm just gonna side with the under here because I think one team really falls behind. I think you can see it with the Knicks so there I'm gonna be honest last night in that game like the Spurs are the Spurs. Like, the Spurs are the Spurs, you know. So, I gave you in that game, I was telling you to take the over. You know what I mean? And that that, that came through. But, <clears throat> by a country mile. Like, not even close. The over was so good. If anybody gave you the under, they were so wrong. But in this game, it's just so weird, man. The Knicks versus the Pacers. And the Knicks have been on the road. And they look so tired last night, Man. They looked so tired last night. How much rest did they get? I, I'm gonna assume not a lot. I'm gonna assume everybody was responsible and did the best they could, but it's just not enough. And the Pacers are playing good. Um, they stepped it up a little bit lately. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with uh, the under. I think the Knicks have a hard time keeping them with the scoring. I think they have. I, I don't think the Knicks break 100. <sighs> Pacers can and we can still cover that's a good thing. good thing is the pace is on our side for the under and hopefully the public goes towards the over we could keep getting better better number on that underline uh that that's great with me because right now i like it at under 209 i'll play that down to 208 and a half was a 208 i won't go back down to 208 i'll, I'll play the 208 and a half That's as much as I'll 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 do the points for. Um, so those are our six o'clock games, folks. Six o'clock p.m. tip-off. When we come back, leading off with the Milwaukee Bucks versus Miami Heat. So please stay tuned. I hope you enjoyed the show this far. for being so gracious with your time and holding through that break for me. We are back with the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Miami Heat. Milwaukee Bucks are 16-9 on the season. Miami Heat are 14-11. The Bucks are 7-5 on the road. The Heat are 6-4 at home. In this game, the injury report reads as Dante DiVincenzo out. George Hill listed his day-to-day for the Bucks. For the Miami Heat, Marquise Morris out. Jimmy Butler out. Caleb Martin listed as day to day. The Bucks played last two days ago, where they beat the Cavs 112 to 104. We just covered all that. The Heat, uh, they just played the Grizz uh, two days ago. I told you to take the Grizzly. The Grizzly won 105 to 90, uh, and I said Grizz on the spread to be exact. So tonight. Uh, I like the Bucks on the spread I think with Giannis And Bam Adebayo out As well I, I don't think there's A way to stop Giannis I don't think there's a way to stop Bobby Portis um, I think the big men are going to feast tonight For Milwaukee um, They know with their size that they just have to use it to their advantage to beat this Miami team. They want to get up to a, a big lead. Tied for eighth in pace. Um, they should have 16 wins by now based on the Pythagorean win percentage, and they do. Um, the Heat should have 15. They have 14, so a little bit behind. Not by much, but just a little bit. Uh, but the Bucs are hot right now and on the road. I like them to coming uh, into Miami with a banged-up Miami team missing the best two players. Uh, They got to worry about Tyler Harrow. Uh, I don't think the Kyle Lowry thing is going to be like a great success. I think they don't really know his game well enough in that little scouting thing. And that's sad to say um, because Kyle Lowry wants the ball all the time. And if he's not getting the ball all the time, I just don't see how effective this team's going to be. So I know a lot of people are, you know, Holding on hope that the Heat are going to win this game. But I, I just, I don't see it without Jimmy Butler and Bam. So, give me the Bucks on spread. Now, we're going to find something to tease that with to make that a little bit more enticing. Because minus six and a half is, is a lot to swallow. Um, and I'd rather have a little bit of something to tease that with. Because the Bucks are 11 and, and 14 against the spread. So they're in a situation where we should be teasing their spread instead of taking it uh, for what its face value is, because its face value is not good. Um, So we'll find something else to tease that with. But I do like to spread tonight. Uh, I would hold off on taking that straight up. I would want to tease that or or at least. Yeah, I wouldn't even want to parlay it because I want to tease it and get and get some more points uh, without sucking up too much juice. You With know, a parlay, I might my, 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 be sucking up too much juice. We'll see. We'll see. See how it goes. So, the next game I'm talking about Oklahoma City Thunder at Toronto Raptors. This is a game I'm feeling an under. Like, I'm feeling an under in this game. Um, OKC on the road. Young team versus Toronto. Very young team. It's two young teams squaring off. Um, in Toronto, where games seem to have been going under lately. Toronto, big favorite. I don't know why. No, <clears throat> no notable injuries for OKC. Toronto has uh, Keem, Keem Birch, their center. He's out. OG, a, a new boy. Uh, their small forward, he's out. So I don't like that for the Raptors. So th- those two things are, are even making my case run under. If you knew the Raptors, you'd know OG. And you know that he's such a big part of that team when he's out. They just don't look right. And they haven't. Um. They played last three days ago. Beat the Wizards 102-90. to And then. OKC just doused the Pistons 114-103. Uh. Two days ago. So teams had some time off. So. Um. This early in the season. Two teams in. You know. Raptors are 29th in pace. Thunder 15th in pace. Um. Toronto minus what is that seven and a half on the or no OKC minus no it's Toronto minus seven and a half on the spread. Geez, uh, total set of two oh seven. Money line minus three twenty Raptors money line. You got to be kidding me. So I think we, we might have found something to tease that with for the Bucks. So we'll do. Um, let's see what we do this here. Bucks on the spread with the under. The Raptors OKC game. Uh if you parlay that what the hell what did I give you? Uh you get plus two seventy-two odds. So if you tease it, you can buy five points. Get and you just change the game. You just change the whole game. Now the bucks are minus one and a half. Uh, and and they just change They're, these odds are changing for the Bucks minus one and OKC is uh oh my gosh just juggling around come on OKC versus Toronto Raptors they'd be two twelve you pay minus one forty you put down some more but you get a better chance you get way better shot at it so. Not a bad, not a bad deal there. Um, Only thing is is that if you parlay it, it's not that bad for what it's worth. But if you tease it, you're really going with a more sure thing. You get a five point teaser. Your normal four point teaser is bucks minus two and a half. And Oklahoma City Thunder, Toronto Raptors under 211. That's your normal four point teaser. But your five point teaser, the one I really like, is Bucks minus one and a half and under 212. Uh, you could do four and a half, Bucks minus two. Uh, and the total at under two. 11 and a half. you pay minus 130. So you got some options there. It's something to look into. Um, and also see like, you know, can you get just better value on the Bucs? If you just do like a minus fiver. Um, if you come in and say, you know, I know this game. I'm really confident in the under between the Raptors and OKC. But with the box versus the Heat. Can I get a little bit better price on that there uh, before I lay some green on that? So uh, I like to spread with the with the bucks, not straight up. Find something to tease it with, preferably the under that we just talked about. If you don't like unders and you just can't stomach it, or you just don't believe this game's going to go under, then you could find something else. And I believe I do have something else. So we'll move on to the next game, seven. A clock tip-off. Brooklyn Nets versus the Houston Rockets. This is not going to be an easy game for Brooklyn. Um, I don't think any game is really easy for Brooklyn right now. Everybody's playing these guys tough. They know Kyrie's not there. Um, and they're, taking, they're trying to take advantage of that. But Brooklyn's a slow starting team, me boy. 17-7 and seven on the season. And the Rockets are 7-16. and 16. <clears throat> But they do the best at home. They're 6-5 at home. So, pretty much won all their games at home. The Nets are 9-2. So, I'm going to stay away from the total here. I think I want to stay away from the total. I think Kevin Durant's out. Aldridge is out. Uzman Garabu is out. Daniel House Jr. out. Kevin Porter Jr. out, son. So, Houston, three guys out. Brooklyn two guys out total jacked up way too high but who's who's going to play the defense because the Brooklyn Nets can't close out on shots and uh the Houston Rockets don't they don't stop anybody but Brooklyn's at a big disadvantage tonight without Kevin Durant without LaMarcus Aldridge so uh, the number one team in pace, the Houston Rockets, play the number, the tied for eleventh team in pace, the Brooklyn Nets, and these teams haven't played in so long. Pythagorean win percentage. Uh, the Rockets should have seven wins. They do. Brooklyn should have fifteen wins. They have seventeen wins, and they they win close games too, boy. Uh, Houston Rockets are ranked 29th in free throw percentage. That is fucking awful. The free th- uh, the Brooklyn Nets are fifth in free throw percentage. That's a good indicator. These teams suck at rebounding. Twenty tight for twenty second in offensive rebounds, and uh, I like to look at offensive rebounds because it's your uh, your second chance points. Um, and the Brooklyn Nets are thirtieth. Fucking awful. Uh, they don't. Re- they're not rebounding shit. So tonight. Uh, I just like fucking Houston on the spread. Get as many fucking points as you can. After what I seen last night from the Nets, get as many fucking points as you can. And get Houston on the spread because they're at home and they win. They pretty much won all their games at home. So what can you really say bad about them at home? I mean, here comes Brooklyn they're on the road literally playing a back-to-back where they almost got beat started slow and now two of the best guys aren't playing like no I'm gonna take Houston on the spread and make a sharp pivot from all that mess um in Houston like people sleep on Houston like some of their players are really good they got good individual players like Christian Wood is a fucking star in this in the NBA and people don't really know him and like whatever because he's playing on a, a Duker team but the guy's great um so, in this game, yeah, there's no Kevin Porter Jr., but I, shit, I wasn't staying up late for Kevin Porter Jr., you know what I mean? So, no offense Kevin Porter Jr., but stay, you wasn't know, staying up, you know, past my bedtime for the motherfucking Kevin Porter Jr. show, you know, uh, like everybody's staying up for the Super Show, you know, everybody's skipping their bedtime for that. But, uh, Houston in this game... You know, they'll they'll surprise you. They got some they got some uh better rebounders right now than the Brooklyn Nets do. Like Daniel Thieves can rebound pretty well. They're good individual players. DJ Augustine'll still come in there and toss a couple up. You know what I mean? Kenyon Martin hanging out in the wing, he'll fucking knock a couple down. Uh House, we remember that you remember him? Uh Eric Gordon. So they got some guys, man. They got some fucking people out there. They'll fucking hang around this little Brooklyn team. The Brooklyn team is not blowing the doors off anybody. They they escaped the clutches of the Mavericks last night. That shit was that was funny. Because I was like, I can't believe I gave out the Brooklyn Nets. They look like shit. And then all of a sudden, Kevin Durant started getting fired up and started hitting shit. But really, just James Harden took over. And that's what really helped. And then the fact that the Mavericks started missing their free throws and shit. Started rimming out their free throws. That that really helped too. So we move on to the next game. Utah Jazz at Minnesota Timberwolves. Um Here's another game where there's a big heavy favorite, you know, and everybody's gonna be on the Jazz's dick tonight. But I I'm just I don't know if I could fucking flow with that, man. 16-7 uh, and seven, Jazz versus the Minnesota T-Wolves. T- the T-Wolves are 11-13. I'm not against the T-Wolves. I think Carl Anthony Towns is a, is a fucking beast. But the Jazz, their injury report. Yudaka Azubi Buke, he's out. Hassan Whiteside's list is day-to-day. He not starting. Uh, on the T-Wolves, Jalen Noel, the shooting guard, he's day-to-day. D'Angelo Russell, he's out. Um... The t dropped their last three. They played them all close. The one against Atlanta wasn't so close, but they played them pretty much close. Jazz, are they're hot right now. They're beating everybody. Beat Cleveland, beat Boston, beat Portland, beat uh, New Orleans after they took an L against them. And they look good. They look really good tonight. Uh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to beat uh, the Jazz what are they doing uh, as far as as pace? And then on the road, the Jazz are 7-3. And, and the T-Wolves are 7-7 seven seven at home. This is almost a fucking no bet. Uh, T-Wolves on the spread. If you could tease it with two other things. Like, if you could tease the T-Wolves on the spread with two other things, there's your fucking, your night's made night is made son because if you think about it um this isn't it's not a playoff game this is just a regular season game what is anybody really that worried about you know what I mean with these two teams like who really gives a fucking shit about this one game where the Jazz are on the road, up in Minnesota, it's cold. They fucking walked in the fucking arena as fast as they could. Um, in Minnesota, they're not like balling out or anything, but if they got their stars playing, I mean, are they not supposed to keep up? That's another thing I ask myself. I'm like, are okay? Well, are they not supposed to keep up because it's only six and a half? It's not even nine, so it's not like it's supposed to just—they're supposed to just walk out and get down. I mean, Russell's still out for them. Like, what the hell, man? Thirteenth um, in pace for the T-Wolves, and the Jazz are eighteenth in pace. See, I knew the Jazz weren't a big pace team. Last time they played, it was fucking close. It was a while ago, isn't it? The fucking Jazz should have 18 wins right now. Ranked second at Pythagorean wins. And they have 16. Uh, So the bar set high for the Jazz. They set the bar high for themselves. And then um, the T-Wolves. They should have about 12 wins right now. They got 11. So they're close. On that three game losing skit. They want to get off that. I don't know. I don't know though because I think the Jazz can probably handle the T Wolves. I just think the the fact of the, the points, getting the points to, for the for the fucking cover, is where I want to be tonight. That might be this this uh, fucking slime right there. son the slime. Oh, uh, you gonna need some of that slime. So I'm looking at the Bucks plus 0.5. Looking at. Oklahoma City Thunder, Toronto Raptors, under 214. And Timberwolves, plus 13 and a half. Seems like an awful lot, though, for the T-Wolves to, to cover that. But I like it. That's something I look at, and I, I'm proud of that. So there's three things right there. That's the only way I take that six points on the T-Wolves, is if you can tease it up, get seven more points on it. If you could get seven more points on it. I like it. If not, no bet. Because it's just not worth it's just not worth. It's not something I'm going out of my way for. It's not even, you know, a game that, you know, unless those are your teams you really even want to watch. So I'm really not going to be bothered by that. The Dallas Mavericks versus Memphis Grizzlies are next game. The Mavericks are eleven and twelve. The Grizzlies are fourteen and ten. Um Memphis heavily favored in this game. This should be, I don't know, Dallas De- might be out for a little revenge money tonight for uh, betters. So be beware. Willie Colley Stein out. Sterling Brown day-to-day. Luka Doncic day-to-day. For the Grizzlies, Zyra Williams is out. Brandon Clark's out. Kyle Anderson out. They're still dealing with all these injuries. Still doing well. John Moran, Steven Adams got that team right. Just shows wherever you put Steven Adams, you just plug and play. Like, he, wherever he goes, he's good. Um, it wasn't just a Chris Paul thing. Uh, let's see. Grizzlies are tied for 11th in pace. The Mavericks are 25th. The Mavericks are a three-point shooting team. They're a live and die by that three-pointer. Uh, tied for 23rd. If Pythagorean wins at 10, the Mavericks have 11 total wins. So they're doing better than advertised. Um, But they still have a losing record. So for the Grizzlies, they should have 12 ones, tied 15th the Pythagorean wins, and they have 14. So they're they're past expectations, and they've won their last five. They're hot. Mavericks have a bad taste in their mouth, boy. Bad taste. Um, this line's moving around all over the place. Uh, I'm still on the on the Grizzlies, small. Yeah, comfortable bandwagon for the short time for gambling purposes, but Mavericks are probably a better built team for the long run. I just think that right now the Grizzlies are playing hot. You know, they're eight and five at home. Mavericks aren't that good away. They just got beat at home. So they're carrying a bad taste in their mouth around. Um Grizzlies minus 150 favorites. Um that's where you want to be tonight. Grizzly's money line. Um try to get the best price you can. You know, I see it's changing a lot. So shop around. You're gonna have to find the best value you can get. Um You wanna catch it before it hits minus 190, I'll tell you that. I really don't even want to play it at minus one eighty. I'd have to I'd have to parlay it with something. But that's where you wanna be. I wouldn't touch anything else in that game. I'd be weary about the plus minus four, minus three for the Grizz because there might be some revenge money coming for the Mavericks. I'm staying away from all that. I just think a Grizzly money line, they're going to win the game. They're at home. They're better right now. Uh, and they they got a better pace, too. They're playing with a better better pace. Got a little bit of momentum on that team. Um, like I said, Dylan Brooks, Steven Adams... And they're getting help off the bench. Um, John Morant doing his thing. So Uh, I'm not going to be against the Grizzlies right now. And These little Western Conference games, they really don't mean too much. They're a little bit, some people say they're important. But to me, it's like until Christmas, the season's really not even started. Like they're sleepwalking. A lot of these guys are sleepwalking out there. And if you watch, you'll see what I'm talking about. I was, I've been been watching. So what are you gonna? How the hell are you gonna tell me? Uh, Denver Nuggets at New Orleans Pelicans. So here's a game where I honestly have a no bet for you. Like no nothing in this game I like. I've been looking at these since last night, and I, I don't like anything in this game. I still don't. I haven't changed my mind on it. Um, it is what it is. But I still want to talk about the game for you. So, like, you know, run through it real quick with you because that's only right, you know. And in the future, I think, too, like, you know, I could already see it when there's three sports going, MLB, NBA, and NHL. That the best thing to do then will just be like a show where I just get my best bets. For that day, for NBA, NHL and NBA and talk about like the best games of the day. Like, here's going to be the best game you want to watch. This is what my bets are for these games. That'll be more of that type of show. When we got two sports, I'm comfortable breaking down the two sports in the same show. So uh, moving on to the Nuggets versus Pelicans. Nuggets are 11 and 12. Pelicans are 7 and 19. Nuggets are 4 and 8 on the road. Pelicans are 3 and 8 at home. Just nothing in this game sits right with me. Jokic is uh, listed as day-to-day. Barton listed as day-to-day. On the Pelicans, Josh Hart is out. And nothing's really sitting right in this game with me. Like, I can't even lie. It's 7 o'clock tip-off. I'm just not that... um, ...interested in it. And I think that there's going to be... A lot of uh, trouble for batters in this game. I think picking his side is like like a dice, like playing like shooting grabs, and and fucking the total set at two twelve and a half is nothing I want to play around with. With two teams, we don't know what their defenses are going to do. Um, they haven't shown you that their elite defenses. I don't know if they will. That's another thing. Will we even see it in this game? That type of elite defense. Um, the pace of these two teams are low. I mean, these teams are just too slow. Pelicans ranked 21st in pace. Nuggets ranked 28th. It's just, this one's just out of my control. I don't have a good grip on this game. Um so I'm not gonna mess with it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna piddle around with it. Um so I have a no bet on there. I think you get a really boring game, a slow game. I don't know. There might be an upset with the Pelicans winning, but the Nuggets are favored at minus two on the spread, total set of two twelve, two twelve and a half some books, and Nuggets are favored at minus one hundred thirty. Just no value there for me. Should the Nuggets win? Probably. Some people probably think it's an easy spot for them. I don't. I'm on the other side of that. I think it's a hard spot for the Nuggets because they're missing. They might be missing their best player. Um, And that's not ever going to be any good. So. Yeah, I have a no bet there. And You really want to stay away from some games like this. We move on to the next game. So three NBA games left and then we hit the four NHL games. So. We're on the Portland Trail Blazers versus Golden State Warriors. Trail Blazers are 11 and 14. The Warriors are 20 and 4. Um, Warriors are major favorites on the spread. I mean, it's out of control to be to be just quite frank. It's out of control the way they're favored on the spread in this game. Portland's not giving any chance. It, that worries me. Um, total set at 215 and a half. I don't like when odds makers do this. I feel like they're jabbing us betters. Um, Golden State on the money line minus one thousand two hundred and twenty five. <clears throat> so it's a plus seven to one underdog in the Blazers tonight. Damian Lillard out, CJ McCollum out. We know Clay Thompson's been out. Iguodala game time decision. But the Warriors are just destroying everybody they play. Like they're just shooting the lights out. Um, and, and if they don't win, they're keeping it close. And Steph Curry, you know, is 16 threes away from breaking Ray Allen's all-time record. He's going to do that. He might do it tonight. I don't know. Possible. But the, but the Blazers do have a lot of guys out. <clears throat> they do have Nazir Little out, Ben McLemore's day-to-day, Afroni Simmons' is day-to-day, and Cody Zeller's day-to-day. Nick Wadala might be just be out tonight. <clears throat> We're here in game time decisions. But I think in this game, the Blazers, um, I don't know if they're going to have trouble scoring as much as it's just going to be as who the hell do they play? Who do they really, who's really going to be, who do they rely on? Because I think the Warriors are going to just put it to them later in the game. (coughs) Excuse me. Later in the game, the Warriors are just going to put it to them but I think early in the game like the Blazers gotta be able to rely on somebody and who do they really rely on with Lillard out with CJ McCollum out it's just too much so I won't like I said I don't play uh, spreads that big in the NBA it's just a rule of thumb I just don't I just don't do it but what I will do is tease it and get it down from that minus 14 to a minus 7 um and I'm, I'm not against that at all So I like the spread if you could tease it 7 points if you can't tease it I'd, I'd have a no bet <clears throat> I wouldn't parlay it because you're just getting the same number you want a better number so that's why you tease it you can buy points it's not the same you're sucking up too much juice that way I could get 10 points and do Golden State minus four. Get Timberwolves plus 16 and a half. Under 217. Oklahoma City versus Toronto. And Bucks plus three and a half for minus 130 odds. What do you think about that? You know what I think? <clears throat> I think the juice is worth a squeeze. I say why not go with that? It's that's chalk full of everything good we've talked about. Not only that, minus one thirty odds for ten points on every on the on the four main things I said you needed to tease. So I'm gonna place that. And then in the notes for the show I'm going to let everybody know, you know, tease that, tease the spread or or no bet, you know, and uh, that way there's no confusion. That way people are like, oh, well, you told me to take that, like, "No, no, no, I said, you know, do your own homework and tease that or don't bet it. That's what I said, you know what I mean? So, you know, so people don't cover me twisted because I, i'm just this is a guide is more than anything else this is a guide on navigating the books finding the best possible outcomes looking at the slate and narrowing it down to create that that winning momentum um, and then those winning tickets generate those winning tickets and get, get you profit the trailblazers you know, they're one and ten on the road. The Gold State Warriors are thirteen and two. So I'm just gonna buy down on the on the points for the Warriors. But instead of buying down, I'm, I'm uh grouping it with three other things to get the best possible number of points, which is ten here. And then I'm gonna you know it's ten points applied, it gives you bucks plus three and a half under two seventeen on uh Oklahoma City versus Toronto, and then T-Wolves you get plus sixteen and a half on. Gold State Warriors, you get minus four. <clears throat> I'll take a um, a screenshot of the picture too, and when I when I post the podcast on Odd Man Out, you'll see it. You'll see the teaser ticket that I put together for us tonight. But yeah, those are just ones I want to tease. Now this next game, unfortunately, this one's a no bet too. I'm sorry. I know I've have had a lot. We've ran into a lot of those today. Sometimes it happens when you have so many games. Orlando Magic versus Sacramento Kings, nine o'clock tip off. Central time is what I'm working on. But here's a game between two teams. Again, I'll talk about it. I just don't have a bet here. I don't like anything here. Um, Sacramento Kings are on my wall of shame right now. They've just been introduced to the wall of shame. Orlando Magic, we just know you're not good. And you're plus six and a half points. That's just not enough. I don't want to tease it because you could still probably lose on me. No injured players for the Magic. So Sacramento Kings have Maurice Harkless out. The Kings' last five, uh, they've won three out of five. So they're there. I mean, they're winning games. Uh, But De'Aaron Fox, this is the De'Aaron Fox show. You know, Cole Anthony, Wendell Carter Jr. is not a combo, but they are the two probably top guys on that team right now. And that's just because they've had so many injuries. And then Rashawn Holmes, um, he's going to match up well tonight on the boards for you fantasy people pretty sure you know by now but the the kings are you know they're heavy favorites here and they should be because the magic are 5 and 20 and they've only won 3 games on the road 3 and 12 road record kings are 10 and 14 and 4 and 8 at home so they're not much better at home we're not saying that this is just some game you shouldn't watch we're saying that why the hell is this game even being played like whoa man this is bad news bears bro so this is one of those games where here's the magic that are tied for eighth and pace somehow and the kings that are fifth and pace um so you know you could get an under or i mean an over you should be looking at the over uh, because these are two teams with no defense Kings do have 10 wins where the Pythagorean win percentage has them at and Magic have 5 where they should be at so based on their horrific numbers that is where they are and we are moving on from that slop fiesta next game I'm talking about is our final game of the NBA slate, Boston Celtics versus the Los Angeles Clippers and this is a good game what a game we have here um, hard to get any more interesting than a Celtics game? Uh, you know, after last night, where it was a little bit of a dud, they kind of they kind of gave up towards the end against the Lakers. It feels like they gave up a little bit. <clears throat> they were just like, yeah, it's a meaningless game. It's one of those things. Like I'm telling you, that happens at the end of a game. The team will just be like, ah, whatever. You guys got it. I'm rich. I'm gonna go home and enjoy my fucking steak dinner and not worry about any of this. Jalen Brown listed as out. Jabari Parker day to day. Bruno Fernando listed as day to day. Clippers. Uh, they got Nicholas Batum listed as out. I'm not big on the Clippers right now. They're lucky they're not on my wall of shame. Boston Celtics are 13-12. Clippers are 13-12 as well. I like the Celtics in this game. They want to win one of these games on the road here on this western road trip against uh, one of these LA teams couldn't do it against the Lakers I think they can do it against um, the fucking Clippers I mean they haven't been playing great ball so I think that you know plus 160 money line Celtics I say that's perfectly cool with me to hit that up tonight with uh, half a unit Uh, Even a full unit, I'm I'm behind the money line on the Celtics. Uh, I just, you know, this could be one of those under games, but I tend to not want to do that with the Celtics. I tend to not want to go under with the Clippers. They tend to find a way to break through those unders at the last second. So I'm rolling with the Celtics. Money line, uh, plus 160 odds I found it for see if you can find it for better than that if not i play it up to uh, i play it down to my uh, plus 150 so we're gonna take a break come back and shoot to knock out the nhl slate in about 30 minutes or less and there's only four games to talk about so this will be a lot of fun Uh, i did my homework last night so i'm ready to i'm ready to roll be right back after these messages so gracious with your time and hanging through that break for me last break look two advertisements i never do more than two anymore i do two at most sometimes it's just one just depends on what the show's about what are we talking about i do have a uh, really really cool show coming out on saturday this one is for uh, a little bit of 90s nostalgia a little bit of those fans out there and mainly it's Uh, a podcast based about Star Trek and this one is going to go over Deep Space Nine, we'll talk about season one, Uh, it's going to be you a Saturday thing, kind of a fun thing uh, for the show to incorporate and uh, that's my favorite Star Trek is Deep Space Nine so if you haven't seen that one, you definitely want to check it out, Uh, but uh, I'm releasing the podcast on Saturday and it'll be every Saturday I put something cool out like that but I'll be talking about season one, there's I believe eight seasons in deep space nine so there'll be eight of those but it'll come out over time it won't be anything i rush out so you be looking for that on saturday as well as my other podcast smoke after dark you want to go and check out smoke after dark my newest episode uncovering uh the piasa bird mystery very good stuff um you, you're going to love that. If you love urban legends, if you love true crime, if you like any of those topics, paranormal, UFOs, that's the place, Smoke After Dark. Um, so go ahead and subscribe to that on Apple, iTunes, you know, uh, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, TuneIn.com, anywhere you can really go is where, you know what I mean, you'll find it. So I, I made sure even, uh, trying to make sure it's on Pandora for people, but I know the Super Show's on Pandora, but I'm trying to make sure uh, we get Smoke After Dark up there. Pandora's been having some issue with one of their like links or something. They keep t- I don't know. They're they, keep, they, they are having issues over there with the podcast thing. So if you're in, you're good. If you're trying to get in, you're a little bit kind of hung up there. But other than that, I mean, it's up everywhere else. So smoke After Dark, don't forget it. Now, after that great uh, plug I just gave you, we're going to go Philadelphia Flyers versus New Jersey Devils. Bang out these last four games of the NHL slate this is a six o'clock puck drop New Jersey Devils are favored in this game um, minus 155 favorites total set at six New Jersey Devils favorited minus one and a half on the puck line uh, Carter Hart expected in the net for the Flyers Mackenzie Blackwood expected in the net the Devils uh Hart has a .911 save percentage Blackwood has a .907 save percentage um these teams are allowing a lot of goals both on big losing streaks Flyers have dropped their last nine Devils have dropped their last four um When it comes to shots on goal allowed, the Flyers are the worst in the NHL. Um, and the Devils are a little bit better, but they're still ranked 17th. They're allowing 31.7 shots on goal a game. It's a lot. Um, so in this game, I know the overset at six. My question is the talent of the offense. Like, I just don't know if it's there. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know if these offenses are talented enough to do over six. Um, but that is, I don't want to get too far away from what works either. So I'm going to go with the over there uh, and not get away from my guns or anything like that or not be scared off of it because of lack of offense. Just because these teams are struggling so bad to win, something's got to give. At home, the Devils are 6-4-3. On the road, the Flyers are 4-5-2. So they're playing close. Um, Just neither one of these teams are great at killing off the penalty and great at getting in the power play. So this game could really turn into a mess. Um, It could turn into a real mess, which could equal a lot of points for us. That's what I'm hoping. So then we got Colorado versus the New York Rangers. This is a game, um, you know. Again, Colorado, not a team to take lightly, not a not a, a team to take for granted. They are good when they're out there, but the Rangers are are just really good right now, man. And them being the underdogs in this game, but back at home, they only got one guy, their goalie Igor. Shurek skin on IR, and as far as Shurek skin goes, um, their backup goalie, uh, the Blackhawks made him look silly last night, but it didn't matter though because after he got set and he was comfortable, that was it, man. That was it. The Rangers took over, um, and there was no looking back so I'm not really worried too much about that I think it's hard to go against the Rangers right now Uh, in this specific game I would be looking at uh, the Rangers money line in this game especially after what we seen yesterday uh, I would just want the Rangers money line or no bet and the values there for the rangers because colorado's a heavy favorite on the road six five and one on the road but the rangers are eight one and one at home so i'm not gonna get like i said i'm not gonna get too far away from my guns here trying to get the money lines down right um, and i and i like the money line uh, very much so I like the money line very much so for um the Rangers tonight, 17-4-3 on the season, I mean, they're a good team well put together team um and like I said last night they played a Blackhawks team let's be real, the Blackhawks looked clunky, they looked clunky as fuck out there last night man, and um Panarin fucking hit the empty net that was fucking dirty. They really dirtied the Blackhawks up. Um, Artimi Panarin, that's the guy, man. to be watching for the uh, the Rangers tonight. And uh, Nazim Kadri, the Sintra for uh, the Avalanche, that's the dude you want to be watching on their side. Um, but yeah, the, I like the Rangers money line in this one. I'm not, you know, you don't have to go too far looking in this game to see that. Um, the Rangers are hot they're, they're hot right now and, and especially at home um, I think it's a I think the Avalanche have kind of ran into a little bit of a wall as of late and I think this game is kind of not doing them any favors because they're a little bit out of their element on the road up in New York Um, and their goalie has the .903 save percentage so uh, it's pretty, It's not where it needs to be either. Avalanche number one of goals, but the Rangers are 14th. So a lot of people are probably going to be riding on that over. I'm going to pause the brakes on that because sometimes the defense comes out of teams when it's supposed to be like that. But the Rangers money line here, um, at those great odds, I'm not backing off that. So then we go to Boston versus Vancouver. Boston Bruins taking on the Vancouver um, Can- Canucks. And uh Boston has a good little run going. 12-8-1. 5-4 on the road. They won their uh let's see here. Is Boston one in a row? The Canucks are 9 15 and 2, 4-7 and 1 at home. And uh they haven't looked good. The Canucks haven't. they They've been struggling pretty bad. You're getting a good price on Boston in this one. Uh, Minus 135. I can tell you that right off the bat. You're getting a good price on them. Now, I don't know if it's something, you know, where they're just saying, you know, Boston on the road. They're just sketched out by them. Um, I'm not. The Bruins. I like more than the Penguins. Um, Just for the record. uh, But the Bruins uh, are just a, a, a well put together team. They kill off the penalty well. They're good at not allowing shots. Um, they get a lot of shots on the goal. 36.7 per game. Um, they're favored at minus 135. Total set at 5.5. Spread minus 1.5. I don't like the spread in, in hockey very much. Just pushing. Pushing far away from that. The injury report reads. Uh, Boston with a lot of injuries. You know, Matt. Gazek. Day to day. Linus Ulumark, goalie, uh, their alternative goalie day-to-day. Thomas, no their left winger, he's on IR. Jacob Zabori, their defender, he's on IR. Anton Bitt, he's on IR. Uh, for Vancouver, uh, no notable injured players. Brad Marchands the dude, the left winger for the Bruins. The leader in goals, points, and assists. 24 points, 9 goals, 15 assists. While wow, JT Miller and Quinn Hughes are the guys to watch on Vancouver. To see if they can get anything going tonight. Uh, their center and one of their defenders. But uh, I no, I like the Bruins here. I think that when the Canucks had over uh, the Kings. The 4-0 win they had uh, two days ago. I think there's a little bit of a flash win. You're getting a Bruins team on four days of rest. Um... Uh, Gonna come out, and I think they're gonna, you know, take care of this Vancouver team pretty easily. I think that the longer you wait, the the worse odds you'll get for Boston to be favored. So uh, I'll I'll bite on it at minus one thirty. I'll play it up at my up to minus uh, one thirty-five. And uh, then we go to the last game, Dallas vs. Vegas, folks. Here we are, last game. um, Making great time. Like I said, only four NHL games. Just only a little bit here, only a little taste. This is a 9 p.m. Central Time puck drop. Dallas Stars are 13-7-2 on the road. Vegas Golden Knights are 14-10-0. 0 Four five and one are the Stars on the road. At home, Vegas is 8-5-0. This is a game to look at the injury report. Michael Raff, their left wingers, day-to-day for the Stars. No notable injured players for the Knights. These are two teams don't give up a lot of goals. Golden Knights just uh, beat Cal- uh, Calgary three days ago on a two-game win streak. The Stars are hot. One of the hottest teams in hockey right now. Um, and uh, on the road is where they've ran into their struggles. And Vegas is really good about protecting the home ice. They're eight and five, but that doesn't tell the story. They're actually pretty good at home. Like Vegas is a team at home. I can see why they're favorited. Um And this is a game where it's going to be close. Like I said, neither one of these teams give up a lot of goals. Uh, Braden Holt be expected in the net for the Stars, and Robin Leonard expected in the net for the Knights. Uh, Holby has a .928 save percentage and Leonard has a .910 save percentage um, the Knights are the better attacking team ranking 6th in goals 12th in shots on goal opposed to the Stars 20th in total goals per game uh, 21st in shots on goals uh, the Stars do get to the power play a lot but the Knights are good at killing the penalty off tied for 8th which is a uh, above the Dallas Stars rank 19 so then you have the fact that uh, the Knights have a pretty good goalie back there in Leonard um, and this is Holby who is their main goalie for the Stars like their main guy they rely on um, so they because they have two other alternatives but this is their main guy now on the offensive side um, you know the numbers look, on paper, they look average. I can assure you the Knights are a fast team. They go, they move quick, and so do the Stars. So it's a fast game. But uh, I like the under. I think the under is going to be where the value is tonight in this game. In a game where two teams uh, don't want to give up much. And the Stars are going to want to be on a, on a on attack tonight. So I, I assume they're going to be trying to get to the power play a lot. And enforcing those penalties. But yes, tonight I like the under or no bet in this game. Take care of that. Yeah. All right. And before I forget, the locks of the day. So you so we're all clear. Bulls plus 3 minus 110 lock for NBA. Okay, so lock that in for NBA. For hockey, New York Rangers, money line, plus 140. I play it uh, down to, uh, I would say minus 115 if it moves that close. I don't think it will. But if it moves that close, I would play down to minus 115. I think it stays, you know, right around here. but I played down to minus one fifteen. I think they just went tonight straight up, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. But yes, my lock for NBA again: Chicago Bulls plus three, minus one ten. And for NHL, New York Rangers plus one forty. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the conclusion of the NBA and NHL slates for Wednesday, December eighth, twenty twenty one. I'll make sure to get this up. As quick as possible for you, and anywhere you listen to podcasts, take a listen. I also post it on my website, oddmanout.ninja. Make sure to head over there and subscribe. And, ladies and gentlemen, just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night, everyone. Best of luck.